Yo, what's going on? We have got a big get on the podcast tonight. Some would say <laughs> the biggest. Starting off uh, the new year with probably the biggest guest I've ever had, the homie Nick Shabazz, the Shabbat man. Hey, Hello, everybody, buddy. Nick here. <laughs> Cheers and happy new year to you, buddy. Thank you, and same to you, of course. Uh, first, I got to ask, right, what made you decide to come back on? <laughs> Honestly, um, sorry, like, he, <laughs> I and I have already been talking, and it's already got me freaking laughing, and it's been a long day, so you gotta, you, you gotta get behind the scenes. No, um, the thing is, this guy, right, he's hilarious, right? Um, you know, we chatted DM on occasion, and it's just like, okay, yeah, I should talk more with this guy. Um, so it, it's it's simply for the joy of it, right? Um, you know, this is always, I like podcasts, but I'm always happy to chat with somebody who's entertaining to me. Uh, that sounds like a win, right? That's awesome, man. I mean, it's a really huge favor to me and the channel, you oh. know, and I remember earlier today, did you just do something? No, I just, I just oofed. That that <laughs> sounded like I cut myself, kind of oof, like you know what oh, I mean. No, no, I was no, like, that I was, was like, oh, just shit. like <laughs> if I'm a favor to your channel, and your channel needs better favors. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Has how does it feel actually? Because I started watching you when you were like not. I, I want to say it was like maybe sixteen thousand subs or less, right? Is when I oh boy watching you. And how does it feel now that you've become this? I know it's going to sound kind of douchey or cliche or whatever it, it is. To be this kind of like voice that a lot of people pay attention to in the community, like you could, you know, make or break sales kind of. Oof. And uh, how does that feel, man? Uh, it's weird. It's so weird. Um, look, I, you know, there is an effect, right? Um, it, it, I, it's like in the office, Idris Elba, you know, yes, I'm aware that I have some effect on women. Yes, I'm aware I have some effect on sales. Um, and, and, you know, it, at some level it feels good, but there's also a level of just like, holy crap, my weird little hobby thing actually has an effect on the world now. And I don't know how I feel about that, right? Um, it, it's like if people are betting on your golf game, it's like what the I'm I'm just making videos here, <laughs> but okay, sure, why not, right? Um, there is a joy to it, and you know I appreciate uh, the people who trust me enough to, to 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 take my recommendations with anything more than the tiny ass grain of salt they deserve. Uh, but you know it's uh it's been a joy, and it's a joy to make you know to be able to hook people up. You know, Theron Forge Stinger here. Yeah, a great little piece Dude. that I don't think that many folks heard of. And it's just like to be able to make those recommendations and get people a joy. Uh, you know, that that is a win to me. So the Stinger. Um, yeah, I the watched, Stinger. I watched. So the only two uh pieces of content that I've watched is I've been watching this new com it's not a new podcast, but it's a comedy po podcast called Are You Garbage? <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like they determine if you grew up garbage or not, and your uh, your financial status does not determine whether you are classy or trash, because even oh. a rich person could be trashy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they oh, give yeah. you questions like, you know, what supermarket did your family shop at when you grew up? And I just asked my girl that before I hopped on, and she's like, uh, Price Lion. I'm like, garbage. <laughs> Price Lion. I've never even heard of Anyway, like, uh, <laughs> all I did was just watch that podcast. And today, I made time to watch your um, 
uh, gear of the year video. Oh, nice. And you did the stinger. Man, I yeah. love the stinger too. It's one of the, one of the budget knives, although, you know, kind of on the high price side, right? Since it is 90 bucks. That was one of the ones I really enjoyed. I didn't have one. Someone sent it in for, for loan. Definitely enjoyed that. Oh yeah, absolutely. 80, 20 yeah. over there. I see that. Yeah. I just figured I'd pull out some of the contenders if we're mm -hmm. talking gear of the year. Right. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I yeah. Um, the Stinger is great. It really is. And actually, the Rhea is yet another one of those contenders. Um, have you had one of these? Uh, our, it's funny. Our good buddy, Slicey Dicey, sent me the worst Rhea, the one with the carbon fiber <laughs> on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still that, liked that... it, though. I still I still get the vision. You know what I mean? Like, yes. And then I started looking at the other materials, and I'm like, man, it would be nice if I had this one. It's funny, because when Slicey sent it to me, he was like, Dude, I want you to keep this one, but it is the worst one out of all the models. Of this <laughs> <laughs> it's the one with it like sounds the, a lot laminate. like spicy, honestly. Yeah. Like this is yours. It's trash. It's yours. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, the real. But uh, yeah, I, I also watched your um, "Ask the Chick." Oh God! <laughs> I and and she just got. I I didn't watch the whole thing. I got it to about maybe no, the twenty good. minute mark, and uh, she. <laughs> I got up to the part where um she was looking at the eighty twenty, yeah, and she used like terms like this blade looks douchey, and then she talked about the Norseman. Oh, <laughs> and God. then the Razel Cliff was like two hundred bucks or something. Hey, you know, that look, it's a high end piece. What can I say? I, uh... <laughs> you know, it's funny. I I checked that one out through the Apex Fastron group. Yeah, yeah. And, and so many people complained about it that Blade Banner said, look, we got to send it back to CRKT to get fixed. You, you know, know I, great, I liked it, though. I, I yeah. liked it. Yeah, I liked it. It's a solid little knife. I, this mm -hmm. was actually in the running for budget of the year, but yeah. uh, there was enough variation that I was hearing about from people to make it kind of, uh, yeah. We had a lot of lock stick on the model that was going around. Uh, with which is impressive because it is steel on steel yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know hey skill it was like, like getting uh, stuck it was like it was it was funky it was funky there was like some grinding in it but i you know that's the qc with the the you know the lower uh budget knives right yeah exactly and you know i it, it it's a thing right it is it is a whole affair so yeah. i i i'm heartened to see that they're doing more of john graham's designs but they need to just up a notch please please <laughs> he's got another one coming out in 2021 i think uh crkt right am i wrong on this yeah I saw no on you're right they, they're doing an assisted version of the gt because now the apparently the speed safe assist is out of patent protection and crkt has looked at their calendar and seen 2005 and decided hey let's make assisted knives Oof. um and <laughs> so yeah that's not the way i would have gone with things but Oh, okay. Man. Cricket Swift. That's what they're going to call it. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, man. Uh, how has yeah. uh, this whole pandemic affected your uh, content creation? You know, I know we were chatting about that a little bit earlier in our yeah. little group chat of ours. And, um, you know, it's definitely affected me, but I, I want to know what um, your experience has been. Look, um, I'm a very lucky person in a lot of ways in that with the pandemic, I have been busier than ever rather than less busy. 
Um, my, my actual freaking day job ratcheted my responsibility way up. Uh, and it, but I, you know, I was able to keep working from home. Right. And in fact, I was supervising the transition to home for a bunch of folks. Right. Uh, so, you know, it was, it was, so that's been really busy. And then the channel, this is a beautiful time to be a, a YouTuber, right? Like everyone's stuck at freaking home, nothing else to do. Like, hey, I'm going to watch some jackass rant about knives. Like that makes sense now and never will in the history of civilization again. So, you know, in that way, it's it's been a very good time. But at the same time, I you know, I got to I got to be real with you. Uh, it's not been straightforward, right? I've gotten, I, you know, I've been lucky in that the, uh, you know, it's not gotten anyone too, too close to me. Uh, but, you know, still, there's a lot of emotional freaking burden in all of this. Right. And so it's difficult for me sometimes, even though, you know, I it's difficult for me to get up in the morning and be like, OK, well, let's uh, let's give it my all when reviewing this, you know, $40 line of luck that no one's going to give a damn about in three weeks. <laughs> you know, the the, the descent cut, blah, 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 blah. Like, hmm. <laughs> Can't get ahead of steam up there, alas. <laughs> That's a question I have for you, actually. Like, how do you feel about that move uh, of weed, oh. I guess? Where they got the Civivi line moving into the 70 to $100 range, probably. Uh, and you've got the send cut from, like, what, at 40 to 50, 30 to 50 or something like that? I was just thinking, you know what we need? Another Chinese budget brand. <laughs> um, I mean, for the love of all things holy, I don't have a problem with more budget knives. That's great. But good Lord, you had Civivi. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? And then the, the fact that they launched, like, look, Sencot, they're welcome to do whatever the hell they would like with their brand. That's completely fine. And I'm, 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 I'm perfectly fine with we having a, a more strong presence on the budget end than even doing an Amazon brand. Maybe it'll take some of the, 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 the attention away from the clones and stuff. But for the love of God, you launch this brand with the two most forgettable designs I have ever seen. <laughs> like, holy crap. It's, you know, I'm asleep halfway through the review of the damn thing. It's like you look up knife and it's like yeah this but less you know, inspired <laughs> it's like oh my god so i think Sencut, like my entire review of the what is it sidious or yeah. something like that is just like why why are you doing this civivi like it, and it's uh, 40 bucks too it's not actually cheap uh you know somebody made a comment that this is the fracture that they released that lot that uh that slip joint they released a little while ago the civivi uh fracture that this is basically a fracture but a flipper um, I, you know what it is? I, I talked to Russell from Artisan Cutlery and yeah. he was like, man, we moved all the production to budget stuff. Cause that's like, what's just flying off the shelves right now. Yeah. So they, I, I think that's just where the money is being made is like that range. And I and think, at, yeah, it's a great idea. Right. And I think it's great to have lots of stuff in the budget, but you need to can try, right? <laughs> $40 is not cheap. Like, yeah. I know that in the knife market, it is in a world where $700 on a pocket knife is ridiculous. But, you know, it makes sense to people who aren't my wife. Um, <laughs> but you need to actually when you've got like the, this is the artisan Arroyo. I love that. Right? Knife. Have you had one of these? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's good. I love it. Love it. It's man. a really good design. It's worth a damn. This knife has like there is I, I can see recommending this to somebody for a reason other than it is sitting on the table in front of you and it cuts things, right? <laughs> um, it, or, or the Rhea is a design that is worth a damn. 
Yes. It is a good design as opposed, but the problem is everybody's making good knives for 40 bucks now, like Civitti yes. that's, or Senkut or whatever, that's not enough. You need to design it right. You need to do something, you know, like the Centros, another C, uh, this is a CJRB. Yeah. Is an affair. This is a good design. It looks nice. It works well. Like then it is good, but you can't just drop a knife at 40 bucks and assume, oh, okay, they'll buy it. If there's absolutely nothing or even what is it? The artists, artists? You the, had one of these guys. Uh, that's the Civivi. Um, the yeah, the Otis. Is it the Otis? Otis, Otis, or Ortis with an R, I think. Ortis. Yeah, one of them. This uh, or that, <laughs> or this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ortis. <laughs> Deal like that one or this. Um, <laughs> but this is a nice design. It's clear that somebody spent more than five minutes working on the damn thing in the run up to, you know, throwing it on the machines. And I, I appreciate it, but it's just like you can't start a new budget brand with the most forgettable designs ever, right? I mean, if you asked me to pick a freaking Sidious out of a lineup now, having done the review four days ago, I don't think I could, mm -hmm. especially if you mix it in with a bunch of other. So I, there's no problem with budget stuff and good budgety stuff. And given a hundred bucks is not quite budget these days, but still, yeah. you know, good budget designs can be a wonderful thing, but you have to do them right. Cheap isn't good enough when the, when everything is cheap. Mm -hmm. So I, that's my feeling on Sencut is like, okay, cool. I, you made a new brand now actually make a knife. I give a crap about and we'll talk. Is um, that why, uh, you, I don't know if you checked out the pintail or not by Civivi. No, uh, I, I, don't it's think S I did. It's the S35VN. Uh, I, I, I had the one with the micarta S35VN blade. I think it's like 80 bucks. Mm. And uh, I thought it was good value for what you're getting. But like sure. my main uh, complaint about it was it looks just like the Civivi Shard. It looks like the Wee Knives Rectifier. It looks exactly yeah. like I put them side by side. And I was like, look, this is the same thing. Um, you, if you want these materials, this is a good knife to get if you want to just pay 80 bucks. Yeah, and that's that's the thing is like the design is what we are moving into an era, I think, when everybody is making good knives, what's going to sell knives is design. It's yes. going to sell, you know, people are going to look at it and go like, wow, that's unique. That's different. That's good. That's looks nice. That's uh, it's really intelligently thought out. The Ortis is, a, you know, it's a, a knife that somebody clearly put some thought into all the details on. That's what's going to start selling knives more than, hey, it flips well and it's 40 bucks in D2. It's like, no, that's not enough anymore. It was I think before, Sidibi right? Is, yeah, yeah. For it a was while, before was for a while. People doing that reliably. Yes. Right? But yep. now it's just like, no, you can't do that anymore. You need mm -hmm. to actually spend time and maybe if you don't launch 50 knives this week, we can talk <laughs> about that. But for the love of God, get grow a filter. <laughs> and by the way, I'm not just beating up on Civivi here. Artisan looking at you, CJRB looking at you, CRKT yeah. looking at you. Yeah. All of these Gerber. Oh God, Gerber. <laughs> um, all of these folks just need to like calm you, calm your pivots and just work <laughs> on some designs, release one that you give a damn about your fans give a damn about rather than just like, oh, send it, which is the Civivi slogan. Oh, send it. Send it. And it's like, <laughs> no, okay. You don't need, you didn't need to send this. <laughs> like calm your pivots easy on the KPL. <laughs> just just exactly, relax a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I, you know, do it. There is too many models coming out. I mean, it's gotten to the point where a knife reviewer like me doesn't even need to buy knives anymore because so many knives are coming out and so many knives are being sent to me by viewers or pass arounds or whatever that I, I bought literally two knives the whole year. Like yeah. it's, it's insane. And um, too many models, man. I can't keep up anymore. I, I, I can't. It's so hard.
Exactly. And the problem isn't that there were so many brand new novel models. The problem is that there were so many forgettable ones. That's the thing. There were knives that still jump out at people where it's still amazing, but it's just the signal to noise ratio is really low, right? You've got like 10 good releases out of the year. Eh, maybe that's not fair, but you know, it feels that way sometimes out of 400 new models. It's like, you know, these days where you wake up in the morning, you're like scrolling through Instagram. You're like, oh, six new Chinese knives today. <laughs> like, okay, do I give a damn about any? Nope. Okay, good. Moving on. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah, yeah I, I, I I, it, that's definitely how it's been uh, feeling when I'm scrolling through my Instagram. Um, let's go back to the content creation part of yeah. it, right? Um, sure. Are you feeling like less? Well, you did say that it is harder to be creative, right? Yeah, it can be. Um, and, and, you know, look, at some level, I'm, I'm lucky in that my creative process is less like, okay, you are a creative reviewer in video, but like your editing is amazingly creative. What I do is I sit there and I look at knives and I say things that are mostly facts about the knives, given some opinions mixed in, like fact about knife, Nick has his opinion. And I, I group it. So like at some level, creativity isn't that much of a, like I can, I don't want to say phone it in, but a lot of what I'm doing is sort of just investigatory, basically, just like, how does this thing perform? Is this worth a damn in the hand, et cetera? Um, but you know, what I do find is that it's harder for me to really get up the enthusiasm for me to do something a little bit above and beyond. That to me is what's been most difficult. You know, I can I can absolutely make you a good review of the Arroyo just because, and especially because like it's easier. Yeah, it's you a good like knife. It. Yeah, something I'm going to actually recommend to somebody. Mm -hmm. But you know, that was one of the changes I've kind of made. Is just like I've made a habit now of saying to more makers, like, and even just to myself, like, I'm going to buy something, and like, if I don't give a crap about it, if I'm like opening up the box and I'm like, why did I just open this box? I'm going to put it right back in the box and send it home and sell it to a patron or something like that. Cause it's not worth the three hours of my life um, to, to, to write the review, let alone the day of my life carrying the damn thing. So I've tried to kind of be a little more choosy and really focus on pieces that I think merit the consideration where the design, where something of that, and, and, you know, to do the gem hunting thing, to look for the stuff that's really good. That's into, you know, that makes me enthusiastic, that surprises me in some way. And that I think could be interesting to folks who aren't me too. I, I, you know, my strategy with that has been like, I do a lot of unboxings. And if I yeah. don't, if it doesn't jump at me, that's the only content you're going to get. Is that unboxing? Maybe I'll do a little TikToky thing about it. And then, um, and I'll put it on IG reels and take an uh, Instagram picture and, and maybe post a one picture on Twitter, but I don't do the reviews anymore. If it's not like absolutely outstanding, um, or if it's just like really bad too. Uh, oh, yeah. if, if something is really good, it's easy to review it. And if something is really bad, you can, it's easy to review it. <laughs> yeah. And certainly there were, there were interestingly bad is a thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like what was it? The Gerber highbrow or something <laughs> like that. The, the little assisted access lock with a safety and like, that was kind of a mess, right? But at the same time, it was a fascinating mess. It was yeah. something that I think merited the time of like, hmm, it's like why you slow down for a car wreck, right? Yeah, um, everybody does that. Exactly. So I think there is a role for that, but I think you're really wise just in terms of, I wish I had started doing that earlier, but in some ways it's also a perk of the position I'm in that mm -hmm. I can say to a maker, look, if I don't give a damn about what you send and I'm just going to send it back and that's going to be the way it is, 
um, you know, it, 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 there's a bit of a my way or the highway in there that only works well when your way actually is attractive to them. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I wish I could do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, so I'm a very lucky person. Uh, and, you know, I've worked hard and it, to, 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 to get to the point where I can do that. But it's definitely made life easier. But the thing is, it's win win, too, because I think, you know, no maker wants a full on, you know, Nick Shabazz on blast. I don't even yeah. want to do this review. And here I am like that's a dangerous thing for them, too. So I think everybody ends up feeling happier that way. But it's still just like. Yeah, it's you're wise, I think, to kind of really limit your time a little bit and say, you know, this isn't worth beyond just an unboxing. And for me, I don't even do the unboxing for stuff that's just terrible because I don't want to be asking questions or answering questions about it. Because then it's just like people are going to pull the review out of me. No, oh, well, what did you think of the pivot? What did you like, dude, the knife? Don't buy the knife. Don't do it. What I think is no, no, no. <laughs> So, so um you know you know your gear of the year video did you script that yeah uh to an how I, how scripted is it i always i always ask people this um because i know there's a lot of your own personality imbued in that video but i just want to know like how much of it is like written and how much of it is improv so uh, what I usually do uh, is I will write out just a, a text document with like bullet points and the bullet points are going to look something like, you know, um, as I'm talking about, uh, uh, let's see here, as I'm talking about uh, the, the, the Malibu here, I might have a bullet point that says like recessed button lock because mm -hmm. I want to highlight that as a part of my review because I know it'll make things better if I do that. Right. So I'll have a bullet point in wow, there. That sounds that. beautiful, man. That nice Damascus. Yeah. <laughs> wow, nice freaking knife. So nice. Yeah. And I haven't gotten to try that one yet, but I know that everyone right. loves it. Oh, I, after this, give me a shipping address. I'll send you, I'll let you spend some quality time with this little dude here. Wow. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'll send the care package your way. Uh, that's no problem. So, <laughs> Yeah, we, we should talk about that. But no, um, okay. you know, so I'll, I'll have bullets like, you know, recessed button lock button, smooth action, thin edge. Um, but beyond that, it, you know, then that'll turn into as I'm looking at it. You know, one of the other nice things I like here is that the button lock here is not uh, sticking out, but it's flush. It's recessed. This mm -hmm. makes it hard. And so it just kind of reminds me there are a bunch of reminders of like, hey, jackass, you need to talk about this thing over here, too. And like, oh, oh, don't forget to mention the uh, lanyard hole because the lanyard hole is really nice. And so I'll end up with like probably 50 bullet points in a review and organized good, great, bad and ugly. And that way I can kind of sort through things and uh, put them in an order that makes some sense. But, uh, you know, I don't write out every word I'm going to say because honestly, that then I'm going to talk. Well, <laughs> people already <laughs> say I don't talk right, but I'm going to talk <laughs> even less right. Right. People are going to look at it and just be like, wow, that's really stilted. That's stiff, et cetera. This way I can have my own personality, yes. but still cover the stuff I got to cover. How much time do you spend on it? Because this is something that I Oof. am interested in doing because I used to do that. Right. When I used hmm. to do the more uh, elaborate reviews with the what's dope about it, what's whack about it stuff yeah. that I used to do, which, of course, was inspired by what you were doing. I just put a New York spin on it, basically. Oh, yeah, um, hey, no, that's yeah. completely... Or do you forget about it? That was that was my bad. <laughs> what's dope about, about it? it? What's whack about it? Or do you forget about it? <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. I don't use I it. I like that. I don't that's use it little... anymore. But... 
That's a Senkut slogan right there. Yeah, Senkut. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> Sorry. I, I shouldn't beat up on them, but why did they launch on the wrong foot? Oh, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I used to spend a lot of time and then I, like people liked it, right? But then yeah. I would watch it and I'm like, oh, it sounds stiff to me because I know my own yeah. self, right? Like it seems like I'm, I'm re, because I was, I was scripting it too much, you know? So I'm trying yeah, to find that's... a good balance to doing that because I, I like writing stuff too um but how much time do you spend on that usually oh like you know it it varies video to video usually yeah. uh, for me a given review is going to be like okay you give me like the civiviornis here this is not like a an incredibly difficult thing to review it's not doing anything you know completely groundbreaking or anything like that but it's it's got enough nuance there so i'll spend you know 30 minutes on the disassembly uh, including all the uploading and such, and then carry it for a day or two or three or four, depending on how much time I feel like I need with the piece to understand it. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, actually writing the review could be two hours or something like that. Um, that's you know, usually so good, it's two man. hours, but it's like I'm also in the, you know, the other window with my patrons on Discord, or I've also, you know, oh, let me stop and get more tea because I'm freaking addicted or something like that. Um, <laughs> But, you know, and then actually filming the review is, you know, usually I'm, I'm doing one shot, one take, 20 minutes, and then, you know, 30 to upload is something like that. It's usually for a big batch. But, you know, I spend too much time scripting those things. But like the gear of the year video, that mm. was an eight hour video. Easy. I could just see that. I freaking agonized over every element of it. And it was just like, okay, you know, hold on. Am I putting the, the void in here or is it the micro typhoon? Uh, but what about the whippersnapper? The whippersnapper should be in here. It's great. But then no, hold on. It's And so that for me, the actually writing, it wasn't as hard as just like sitting there and going, oh God, what am I? What goes in here? What's the what's the budget knife of the year? Can I put in the Roosevelt? It's good, but it's not available. Just the <laughs> suffering there was was incalculable in the very best of ways. So, um, you know, yeah, that one took me freaking forever. But still, it ended up as just a series of bullet mm -hmm. points. And sometimes the, the, the exception to the bullet point is if there's something I need to say very carefully. Um, if there's something that is like, mm, how like do we say it? Sensitive. I, I thought you were going to say racially flavored, but then I was like, just thinking with my comedic brain. I was like, that's not what he's going to say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? I, I try to make all these racist statements about pocket knives. Um, <laughs> well, these ballast songs. Uh, <laughs> Damn Filipinos. <laughs> you said it, not me. You said it. You I can't get canceled. <laughs> I'm from there. <laughs> oh, okay. Go ahead. In that case. Yeah. Problem solved. I, I, we've wanted the cancellation. Um, no, more for me, it's like um, if there's a, a certain nuance or something like that, if I want to say, you know, like this, because you, you never want to make a claim that is like patently false or, or that is defamatory. But if you want to state an opinion that is not great, you might think about how to phrase that properly. You might think about or like, you know, trying to figure out how to say something, you know, like, for instance, that is going to be hot buttony. So mm -hmm. like, you know, I don't like, for instance, that they are like, okay, with Senkut, mm -hmm. I don't particularly care for the fact that they're selling mostly on Amazon when the distributor mm -hmm. network is what made we and Civivi what they are today, right? Mm -hmm. No one would know about We Knives if it weren't for companies like your Blade HQs and your uh, uh, Knife Works, Knife Center, all of those folks selling them. So that feels a little bit, especially right now, that strikes me as tone deaf. 
Mm-hmm. But it's very important that I, if I'm going to go that route, that I say it properly, that I, I phrase it well so that people aren't going like, oh, Nick hates Amazon, Nick hates China, <laughs> Nick hates, you know, or something like that. So when I feel like I'm in dangerous territory, then I will often write out a statement that really tries to capture what I'm saying efficiently. Then in the filming, I will completely butcher it and then probably <laughs> have to redo the thing, but still. Yeah. So n- um, no edits at all, huh? This is just like, it's got to be good, that one shot. You know, I used to do it. I, I used to edit the heck out of things. Not in, yeah. no, okay, I'm sorry, I'm talking to you. I used to do a little editing. Like, what I used to do is like, I would film the introduction, then I would pause, and I would film the good, pause, film the bad, pause, film the uh, the ugly, etc. And then recombine them at the end. But then I realized at a certain point, it was just like, holy crap, I can keep going. Um, and like I, that I so seldom screwed things up beyond repair that it was more efficient to just power through. Wow. And it helps that I do a lot of, you know, I do a lot of public speaking. I do a lot of talking and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it makes it a little, I'm a little more equipped, uh, to, to, to speak on my feet, so to speak, but only maybe in one out of six, one out of eight videos, do I end up screwing up so bad that I like chop it off at the bad, ugly transition and like, okay, we're going to have to edit this one. We're going into post here. (laughs) And I'm also willing to acknowledge that, you know, look, um, viewers have expected a certain amount of, shall we say, scuff uh, in my videos, uh, such that if I accidentally say artisan when I mean alliance or vice versa. I do that all the time too. (laughs) I know, and especially when you film one after the other, Mm -hmm. it's just like, oh God, I have no chance of this. Yeah. Um, what, what what I feel really bad about is when someone sends me something, uh-huh. I, I like completely screw up the name. I feel uh-huh. so bad about it. But it's it's just like I, I tell people, I, I make it clear that my memory, my memory is total dog shit. Like I look like a little kid, but I'm 40 years old and this brain has been through a lot. You know what I mean? I was I was DJing for 10 years of my life. This there's oh, yeah, not much right. left. That's- not Ooh. much left. <laughs> yeah, the bass is kind yeah. of, uh, you got yeah, some you know? from the bass coming in yeah, there. It's yeah. just all gray matter in there. It's like the yeah, brain's yeah, not yeah. even pink anymore. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I tell people, I, you know, I'm just, I'm sorry and stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, there's, I, I want to talk about, uh, I know that you've gone on Twitch a little bit. Uh, yeah. Have you been gaming at all, like in this pandemic? Uh, that, yes and no. I had a little bit of time to do it over the summer. Mm-hmm. But uh, in practice, like from September to oh, mid-December, I had no gaming time at all. Whoa. Like, I'm sorry, it's not true. I played some Factorio, but that wasn't gaming so much as self-preservation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, so I just didn't, I didn't really have the time to get into there. I, I do enjoy it a lot. It's a great kind of experience. But as somebody who is kind of terminally busy, I just don't mm-hmm. often have the time to really dive into it uh, as much as I'd like it. It's like, well, I could spend the next, you know, 45 minutes playing Hades or something like that. Um, yeah. Or I could actually film a review that somebody's <laughs> waiting on. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, and, and it's real hard for the adult in me to let that lose. I, or do I, something for my day job, right? <laughs> I have a problem with procrastination, actually. But I I don't know if I do or not. Because, you know, with content <laughs> creation, I feel like you should make or talk about what you want to talk about, right? 
Um, and the majority of my time is spent like watching like nerdy, true nerdy stuff. Like I'm a nerd of every walk of life. Like I watch oh, yes. Star Trek. I watch anime. I watch, um, you know, DC movies, the animated ones. I watch, Ugh. I think, I think since like September till now, I probably have watched like 200 movies, like new ones that I've never oh, wow. seen before. And I, okay, and I, and I write, I write like mini reviews and plot points on uh, Letterboxd, which is, kind of like a social media app for movie reviewing. Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, you know, so I, I I find like, I do have a schedule of like how yeah. I do things, right? Like every morning I'll do the TikToks and the Twitter and the IG post or whatever. And then I'll probably do a review or an unboxing. This is like in the morning. Um, so you're flossing in the morning? Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm like doing yeah. a TikTok like, oh, you mean like hitting the woe with yeah. the, the Mannix too? Like, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> No, you know what I do on TikTok? It's like I just do a 15 second video with the yeah, knife yeah. closed, too. Oh, it's really weird because, yeah. you know, they uh, yep. the reason why I got into it, you know, I, 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 I haven't brought this up really like around mm. the around the guys, if you know what I mean, because <laughs> TikTok is this really obscure, almost shameful thing to knife YouTubers. Oh, come right? on. I, I, I don't think there's any shame in it at all. I think you're brilliant for mining on ground that no one else is mining. Well, one guy uh, who is also a knife YouTuber right now, um, not even a year in, he's like yeah. 6K subs already. Um, yeah. I think 5K on, on Instagram, 200, almost 230K on TikTok right good lord yeah this guy gets views that we only dream about i'm talking like 40 to eighty thousand views a video every day and he does like three or Damn. five videos a day um i i talked to him on a podcast and he basically gave me the formula of how to do it he was like look you got to get creative with it you can't really flip the knife open if you do you got to make sure the the tip is like not in camera but oh, it, for one, it's really bad it's really bad but also right yeah. like yeah he's going he's tackling it sort of in the new guard way of content creator which is like i want to actually make money from this right he yeah. has a good job i think he builds like computers or something for for gamers and stuff but um he was like i just make three to five 15 second videos every day and that's how okay. i grew so big so uh when i first got on it before i met him I was just bordering around like 200 followers, just not really going anywhere. And then that 15 second video thing, I post like maybe once or twice a day and I grew like by 3000 in like a month and a half. So like, I'm just gonna keep going. Um, but that's, that's the thing. It's like, it's another avenue for my stuff to get discovered. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I get to be a little hip about it. Like, oh, sure. <laughs> I feel embarrassed though, the way I talk on it. Cause I don't talk like this even to you guys. Like I'm like, check out the G10 scales, my guy. <laughs> and that's so not me. But I'm trying okay, to hold reach. Hold on, hold on. You have 15 <laughs> seconds. What knife is on your table? <laughs> what do you mean? What What do you have on your table right now? Uh, I have a Mannix too. That's what I give me the today. TikTok review right now. Go. Oh. So I'll be like this. I'm like, yo, this is the this is the Spyderco Manix 2. And then I'll put like the price of it and what it's called, the name. Oh, nice. And then I'll be like um ball bearing lock. And then I'll like I'll show the uh CPM S110V, but like close up. And I'll be oh. like CPM S110V blade. I'll, you know, I'll make it, I'll make it kind of like hip a little bit for the kids. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? 
And dude, it works, man. Like some of the views, um, some of my videos hit like 200,000 views. I'm like, what the hell is happening? You know, because that's like, amazing. But it's like, you know, you're reaching kids that are also interested in EDC and also like adults, yeah. man. I, I, I see a lot of people that have hopped onto my YouTube after they found me on TikTok. And I'm like, I, you know, what's crazy is like, I always plug you that you were a Aww. guest on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I do a podcast too, man. I've had Shabazz on and everybody's like, what? And, like, <laughs> and then they sub sub to me on YouTube. You know, it's just another avenue, uh, you know, to kind of oh, like get my beautiful. stuff out there. Uh, you know, we have a bunch of fan questions for you. So yeah, go for it. Jump, I think we're going to get in, yeah. to it right now. Um, let me get my documents here. Okay, so we got, uh, have you ever reviewed a knife you knew was a gem the second you held it? And oh, yeah. which one? Let's narrow that down to like this year, I guess. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, that's from, that's from Shinobs underscore EDC. Shinobs, okay. Um, knew it was a gem the second I held it. Um, probably actually the Quiet Carry Waypoint's not a bad example of this. Because um, it's just like, you know... I'm now to the point. It, uh, this isn't a flex. This is just a, this is how weird my brain is. Like I can walk up to a table at a knife show. Those used to be a thing kids back in the day. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, I can just like pick something up, take a look at it, you know, give it the once over and be like, I can have a really good sense of like, okay, this is going to be worth a damn. And you know, you'll see me do the same thing each time, like pick it up, flip it out. Okay. Action's decent. Check for play. Oh yeah. How's the grind? Oh, grind's good. Oh, close is nice accessibility is good give it a nice hard grip uh, a little bit of a hot spot and you know but it's becoming much easier for me to do that kind of in an instant usually i'm i'm maybe 60 percent of the way to my final review within 30 seconds of holding the knife mm -hmm. like i can spot a lot of the big guys uh, yeah. you know a lot of the things that are going to make it or break it in either direction pretty quickly so like with the waypoint it was just like vanex holy crap thin blade thin stock Good ergos, nice, nice. Yeah, this is going to be a gem. The question is, and I don't usually say that. I like, okay, hold on, back it up there, sailor. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it's, uh, and I'm not a sailor, by the way, no stolen valley here. <laughs> but still, <laughs> you can, I can barely roll, I can barely do a kayak. But um, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, so this is a good example, though, of one where it was just like, yeah, this is going to be a gem. The question is how bright it's shining. You know what's like crazy? This guy. When mm. you were describing that, like the way you, um, you know, pick up a knife and like check for things. Yeah, that is that is real knife YouTube guy shit right there. Because I, in my head, I was like, oh, my God, we all do the same thing. Like, yes, you, know, you like feel for it. It's like <laughs> we're all trying to discover like what's wrong with it or what's great about it, like right away. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. And that and the funny thing too is like when I see videos or pictures of something on like social media of a brand new knife, this is the Southern Knives Mini Toll. Um, but you know, if I see like the, the conventional pictures that you see on social media, like this, mm -hmm. and then usually like this, right? Mm -hmm. And then maybe if you're lucky, you're gonna get like a close up of the blade, but those don't give me the information I need. Like mm -hmm. I want this picture how thick is the damn thing? Because there have been so many times where I buy a knife, like, oh, this looks great, and then it's like it, yeah, like, thick, oh. 
thicker than a Snickers. That's what happened. Yeah, exactly. Thick boy there. Uh, yeah. or, or like, oh, the back of the blade is hanging out this way. That's not the flip it dab. That's the blade heel. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, that kind of thing. So it's like, I, I think you're right. There is definitely a feeling of like, okay, you're a knife geek. Cause just walking up, watching somebody at a table at a show, it's like, okay, you've done this before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like, well, what angle are you, if you're looking at the knife, you know, down this angle, it's like, Okay, you're weird. I but I know what weird you are. Hi. You know what I check for a lot now is mm. like um especially on a knife that's like 150 plus. Yeah. If, if I could squish my finger on the bottom and like cut yeah. myself with the yeah, blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, freaking hate that because I've cut myself like that like reaching into my pocket. Cause yes. I have like a, I have a lot in my pocket. I wear like slim fits, you know, I'm pretending yeah, yeah. like a young kid. And then I, I, I cut myself so many times on the index finger because that part like this, the Mannix doesn't have it, but like you go in there and like a chunk <laughs> will just get cut. Yeah. 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 yeah the, what was it? The Chavez, uh, the latest one, the liberation. That was, got you? Uh, uh, no, it didn't get me. That's because I, I saw that. I was like, okay, Ooh. I'm afraid of this now. Let's back mm -hmm. off. But I've definitely gotten bitten that way. Um, yeah. It's it, Yeah, that's one of those things that's like, no, how did this leave the factory? Did nobody stop you and say, hey, bad idea, stop, whack, no, bad? Um, you know, it, it, there were a lot of good things about that knife, but that was not among them. We'll just put it that way. Yeah, at higher price points, man, I you just can't really, you know what I mean? Like you can't do that, I, I think. Safety, I think, is something that yeah. can't have a price point. It's just like, no, it sucks <laughs> no matter. I don't care how freaking cheap it is. No, absolutely not. And there were knives like, okay, this is the TRM Shadow. And by the way, I'm hearing the comment is, oh my God, I can't buy one. Um, <laughs> sorry, I like. How is that, by the way? It's good. It's it's actually quite good. Um, the uh, only gripe I really have, and like the axis lock is sticking out. Uh, well, I'm sorry, the sliding bar lock is sticking out a little bit, but, you know, aside from that, it's good. It's a nice design. The um, expired patent lock. <laughs> exactly, yes, the expired patent lock aside, uh, it's it's pretty excellent. But, like, you know, this is a little close in the back, but it's not actually dangerous because it's relatively thin blade stock. Mm -hmm. But it's when you see, you know, the person with, you know, the blade stock that's three inches thick and you're just like, this is going to cut me. Like, yeah. I smell this cutting me already. Yeah, like my my spidey sense is tingling, like I I I, I will be under attack soon. <laughs> I'm looking so at these just, questions yeah. here, and like this strange person said, "How are your hands so beautiful? You brilliant man!" And it's you. Which is, yeah, well, well you know what can I say? I, <laughs> I, I wanted to throw in a softball in case you were going crazy. <laughs> let's see. Um, let's get another one here. Uh, what's your favorite? With nano oil. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I do not. That's not a health recommendation. Um, what's your favorite breakfast? That is from the homie Zach stuff. Oh, Zach stuff. He's great. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, favorite breakfast. I'm going to go with. Um, okay. Like absolute favorite breakfast would be like French toast or something like that. Right. I mean, you, you can get all like serious with breakfast. Like, oh, yes. Um, but my favorite breakfast that I will actually make for myself which is a very different category because my, my definition of good food is like, is it in me and done? Yes. Good. Okay. <laughs> um, like I'm not a high effort eater, but Costco, uh, are you familiar with Costco? Of course. Okay. <laughs> I would hope so. I didn't know if that was a New York thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And look, we also I, have BJ's. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Same I thing. think it's the uh, more trash version of Costco. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I I ain't judging anybody for on the basis of their their, their, their garbage for the uh, yeah garbage beans. That's what you get there. <laughs> but like Costco has these things where it's like a milk carton with dried hash browns in them, like That's with shredded true. potatoes, and you just add boiling water, and twelve minutes later you pour it into Whoa. a pot with some oil on it, and you have this just wealth of hash browns in front of you. And yeah. like, this is the kind of thing that is my speed because it's like put water in thing, wait 12 minutes to go do like 15 emails, come back, put stuff in pan, wait 12 minutes, do 15 emails, stuff face of carbs. Like that is just my speed. Like throw some fake meat sausage in there, call it a freaking day. I am golden. So that is to me a luxury breakfast. Wow. But that's Instant because my standards are... Oh yeah, they're not instant. They're they're twenty four minute hash browns. Thank you very much. Oh, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> no, 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 don't get too judgy over there. Uh, <laughs> For a second, I was like, instant hash browns, trash. You know? <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> look, there were better reasons to call me trash. Okay. I, I... <laughs> Come on, you you follow my YouTube comment. Is there so much better at finding? No, no, I, I I I have also grown up trash. I I've grown up eating uh, instant ramen or or cup of noodles and like. Oh, I have the, a bunch of that downstairs. At the end yeah. of it, while I'm done, when I'm done with eating the noodles, like I put rice in it <laughs> to like get the rest <laughs> of the soup. That's trash, dude. <laughs> you almost just got tea all over my knives. That here, is so, um... just garbage. I'm going to give you that. Yeah, uh, that that one's new to me. That's actually Uh, a thing I'm thinking about trying maybe uh, in a new podcast is is trying to have like an uh, an Are You Garbage segment because I just love that podcast right now. Oh, I Um, love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know what? Let's go to some other questions here. (laughs) Let's go to some YouTube questions. Um, I'd like to know if he has found his Excalibur and which is it? That's from Professor EDC uh, down in Mexico. Oh, Profe. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, my Excalibur. Damn. Um, I mean, let's put it this way. I ain't king of England yet, so clearly no. (laughs) Uh, Probably not going to be, as a matter of fact. Um, In fact, I would put good money on that. Uh, But anyways, the Excalibur... I mean, in terms of like one knife to rule them all, honestly, like the TRM Neutron 2 could very easily be that for me. If somebody mm-hmm. just said, Nick, you're done with pocket knives. Here's all your money back. This is your knife you're keeping. Like, it sucks. Okay, we're good. Um, yeah. You know, this is enough knife for me. I, I think this would do the trick, mm-hmm. um, simply put. And and so, you know, it could be an Excalibur, whether it's Excalibur or not. I didn't find it in a freaking rock, but, uh, you know, it, it's good enough. Uh, and, yeah. and so I think it's pretty close, but there were, there were lots of other options out there. And I don't honestly half the reason I do this is because I don't think there is an, Exc- an Excalibur, right? I don't know that there's going to be, God knows if I haven't found it yet, there's probably not a knife. that's just going to like get me out of the hobby. Just mm-hmm. be like, Oh yeah, no, no, no. It's okay. I, I got an 80, 20. I'm done. Thanks. See you guys. <laughs> that's, Bye now. That's, that's definitely the reasoning we tell the old ball and chain and ourselves that there is no Excalibur. We just got to try everything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and like I said, I, that, 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 that's not my, even if I find it, I'm going to keep going back and seeing if there's anything better. Cause that's just the nature of me. I'm an, I'm an optimizer. Like, okay, yeah, I got a really great knife. Do I want to go further? Probably, but mm, am I going to do any better? I don't really care. 
That's an interesting choice, actually, because you're going to have a lot of customization options even after the fact, too. So you kind of get a new knife, kind of. You know, very good choice. Very good. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I would I would probably say this is that's that's as close as I'm going to get, I think. Uh, let's take another YouTube question here. This is from Seems Logical. Best commenter on YouTube. I always say that coming okay. in, coming in with 10 questions. Good Lord. Okay. In paragraphs, Nick. Perfectly oh, written wow. English. I mean, okay, here we let go. Me, let me pick one here. Um, Holy crap, man. I don't even know. This is all right. Let's just go with the first one. Uh, Hollywood has approached you to do a biographical movie about your life entitled Nick Shabazz, A Tale of Knives, Watches, Flashlights, and Jack Assery. As a way to sweeten the deal, they're allowing you to select who will have the honor of starring of the starring role. Who do you pick to play the role of Nick Shabazz? Oh my God, that's dude. a hell of a question. I, dude, I'm telling you, the guy is good, like top tier. Oh, let me think on this one. Um, <laughs> like, uh, who would be a good choice for me? Uh, like, I feel like actually Joaquin Phoenix could do a pretty good impression. He's awesome. He's he is awesome. really good. Yeah. I, I'm a fan of him. Um, oh, that I, would be so good. <laughs> oh, what the hell's his name? The guy, um, he was in the latest uh, terrible Wonder Woman movie. Uh, he's in Pedro Narcos. Pascal. Pedro Pascal. He's amazing. I, I like him a lot as an actor, mm-hmm. um, but I think he could do it too, potentially. Wow. Good so, choices, my friend. Yeah, those are, that's kind of where I would go with it, I think. Um, and, and I think, I don't know, though. I think Joaquin Phoenix has a little bit more, uh, he might have a little more breadth for the depth of fucked up a dude mm-hmm. um, that would be a part of that movie. So I, I yeah. think we're, we're good there. Um, I- Yep, you need yeah. an eccentric guy to play eccentric us's, which is really what knife YouTube people are. So, oh god, no, we're yeah. all well adjusted. What do you mean? Um, <laughs> you know, for me, I think I would pick Jason Momo, but he's not big enough to play. <laughs> <laughs> not... Aquaman, too. No, sorry, I'm already signed up for the everyday city. Carry on. Hey, and I, I said your name right this time, by the way. I yes, thought... yes, you said everyday city carry. And you tagged me on Instagram. I appreciate that, man. No, what's really yeah, cool is you doing this podcast, and this is going to come out next week. Um, oh, beautiful. I'm like kind of campaigning to get to 2,000 subs so I can do the Hot Ones Challenge again, which uh, people really liked. Kelly asked the, hot the question. Challenge? Oh, oh, that's right. The, yeah, hot the, the chicken wing thing. Yeah. So we're going to do it again. And and um, this time I won't know the questions. Everyone's going to email Kelly and she's just going to coast the thing. And I'm just going to eat spicy wings. I'm kind of psyched to do it. I did the oh, pot yeah. challenge. And uh, that was amazing, man. I did that live. Slicey was in there. I was like, nice. I It was hot. It was. Hot. Are you good with hot food or? Yeah, yes and no. I like I can say I'm good with hot food, but then I go eat Thai food and it's like no, I'm not. <laughs> like and the thing is coming to coming to San Diego, um Thai food got bumped up a notch, right? Yeah. Like I first really learned about Thai food while I was in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And like in Michigan, I am very easily like a 6 out of 10, 7 out of 10 Thai food mm. kind of guy. Yeah. I come to San Diego, I order 7 out of 10 and I am freaking embarrassed. Yeah. Like it's, it's like I just got maced. Uh <laughs> level of like I'm I'm sitting here my wife's like how's your food? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, 
it's the, good uh, though. The ethnic ingredients, the authentic stuff, it it's just a little bit different. This the way the spice hits, you know, that's what it is. Well, think- and yeah, and I go into the restaurant the next time to actually pick it up, and there on the counter, there's a little sign. By the way, three out of ten is our medium. <laughs> for all of you freaking gringos they didn't say freaking gringos but they kind of had it implied in there someplace so um i That's yeah that was so like i i'm okay with spice but yeah i can't i can't stand up to the thai food um indian spice i'm i'm a little better at but oof. i like and i love indian food uh you're yeah. a vegetarian right oh yes Yep. Yeah, so Indian food must be a go-to for you. It's a freaking jam. Yeah. I, I love Indian food, man. Both vegetarian and non-vegetarian options. I just love the spices they use. The food is so yeah. colorful and stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Really good no, stuff. My uh, my wife and I, actually, for our wedding reception, um, they, 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 there was this little hole-in-the-wall Indian restaurant mm-hmm. right near the park that we decided to just randomly get married in. Uh, and we just, like, rented the place out, which is, like, six tables so it's not like a thing <laughs> on like a sunday that they would normally be closed and so we just got this this great and the, the food was spectacular yeah. so we just had our wedding reception for like 10 people there and it was just it was it was amazing yeah indian food is just oh that's my jam you know uh since uh, we did the last uh episode together like i got engaged um my girl yeah. proposed to me right and awesome. <laughs> it was so funny she was like Hey, you know, we can get married through Zoom for $35. (laughs) We thought about it for a second. We're like, look, if we do that, right? Like all the money we would have gotten, maybe we could spend on the honeymoon and like, maybe, you know, we were thinking about that because like my girl is not a big wedding kind of gal. Yeah. Um, She's kind of like just like a small group of family, get married, have like a little reception and then, you know, use all the money that you save to go on some crazy honeymoon. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's that's exactly what we did. We decided, you know what, there's this little park Mm -hmm. near where we used to live. Let's just go there. Let's bring some friends and family that are really close, like, you know, not even like maid of honor. Like if you're there, you're a maid of freaking honor. Right. (laughs) Um, and, And just like everybody stand in the park. My godfather actually did read our uh, uh, the, the, the officiated. He registered with the Universal wow. Life Church or whatever the hell. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, which was a hell of a choice, right? Um, and, you know, it was just, it was a beautiful thing. And it was like, I think all told, our entire wedding. And then we went and got cupcakes from this, uh, <laughs> from a local place run yeah. by a bunch of freaking stoners. So, you know, it's going to be good. Gonna cupcakes, be good right? Yeah. And, and so we did that. And you know, rented out this, like the entire wedding, all of it, every last bit was like 900 bucks or something like that. Wow. And it was just like, cause you know, we're not renting out a park. It was like 20 mm-hmm. minutes. We're standing there and like, and it, it luckily it stopped raining just in time too, but it was, it was incredible. spectacular. So, and then we spent, mm-hmm. we used the money to go to freaking Scotland. Right. Um, oh, that was the win. So that's awesome. Did you meet any people with like some crazy accents, even though they were speaking English, you couldn't understand them. We were the people like that. Oh, like imagine me in Scotland. <laughs> Cause <laughs> like, I've seen some videos talking about? <laughs> of Scottish people. Like, um, I watched this podcast called Your Mom's House and they do this thing called Master of Accents. And like, mm. they, there was a Scottish guy, like he was speaking English, but I had no idea what he was saying. I'm good with accents too. Yeah, yeah. It was just like crazy. So I was wondering if you met anyone like that. Oh yeah, I mean, for sure. And we were, we were like up in Inverness, that area. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so like right on Loch Ness, actually, for a bit, not like staying on Loch Ness, we ain't that emoji, but uh, still like, you know, it was it, it, so like they, everyone there was just like, holy crap, are you Scottish? And they're like, holy <laughs> crap, are you American? And it just kind of meshed, right? Um, That's like funny. you're not from around here. What makes you say that? Oh, the know. way you turned into the wrong side of our parking lot. Oh, that. <laughs> You, you, yes, you do that. like a, you do like a good, bad, and ugly about Scotland, like to somebody. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> driving on the wrong damn side of the road is not it. <laughs> and like all the lanes are like I'm in this micro little freaking rental car, and it's and it's I'm like oh wow great I'm gonna be in the middle of the lane this is gonna be amazing no the lanes are just like three feet freaking wide on these mountain freaking. Oh yep. boy, that was an experience. Yeah, in the Philippines, but... man, same thing. Like oh, to, God. Get to, to get to my town, you have to go yeah. down a mountain. Yeah. And yeah. like some parts of it, there's no railing, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to like take a bus and like ride down. And like it's so neck and neck. And it's yeah. too big. it's like, oh man, it's scary. Where people have to stop to let somebody go. And the, the bus direction. driver is like initial D drifting the mountain. He's done it so many times. I'm like, bro, <laughs> relax. There's no guardrail. Like you're gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's a, it's a bus. At least you'll fall slowly, right? Uh, oh boy. Yeah. Let's that take another like an experience. Uh, YouTube yeah, question go for it. from uh, me with knives here. A good supporter of the channel. When is yeah. the next Thrifty Thursday? May, maybe not in May, May Melee. I don't know why he said that. May May Melee was a thing. Maybe. I did oh, okay. And would the like... reigning champ get an automatic bid? Automatic bid? I don't. Know I have no idea what that even means. Maybe he's automatically in it. The reigning champ was the cry. Was it the cryo that you? No, uh, the, the reigning champ was, ended up being the rat too. I oh, the rat too. Yes, the yes, cryo yes. versus the rat too in the final. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the cryo wouldn't rate these days, honestly. Yeah. Now there's so um, many knives like that are crazy good. Yeah, like I mean, an assisted action in 2020. No, that doesn't even yeah. make sense anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I this is I filed that in the if I had a if I had time I would so do that. Mm-hmm. I would love to do a budget knife competition again where I just kind of go through all of the options. That would be spectacular. But a the budget market has so much damn turnover it's that if crazy. I do it one week, there are going to be fifty new entrants from Civivi <laughs> the next. You know, like oh Tuesday morning I got four more entries. Um, like the whole and, and cut and CJRP. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And they're just going back and forth. And then, and the funny thing is like, people have no perspective on this. Like week two, I'd be sitting there and I'd be like, Oh my God, how are you not considering the Civivi Kablerbity blood? It came out last weekend and it's not in here. You've been bought off by Spyderco. It's like, there aren't even any Spydercos in this. Shut up. Where are you getting? So I'd love to do it is the answer, but um, I, I don't know that I'm going to have the time to do it. Cause when I end up with time, it's just like, I look at the end to my desk and i have just like 50 knives sitting there mm-hmm. waiting staring at me like review me review yeah. me yeah i'm like ah i've got like knife rolls now to keep the stuff exactly. that i have to you know do some with mm-hmm. it's, it's getting difficult man like it, it was knives just all over the desk and my girl uses it to take pictures of plants she sells uh succulents ha- shout nice. out to happy go sucky on instagram <laughs> not sexual <laughs> But great name. And she sells succulents. Um, uh, 
<laughs> Let's do another uh, question. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna need a moment after that one. <laughs> Happy Go Sucky, great name, great gal, very funny, very funny. Oh, girl. absolutely, yes. Yeah. I, I have appreciated your podcast with the two of you on there. I'm gonna do um, uh, an Ask the Kelly because I was inspired. Oh God, yes. I showed her that, and she was like, "Yeah, yeah doing." Because we actually do a podcast um, on Patreon every Sunday. Oh, interesting. We just watch like really terrible videos on Reddit and stuff, and like people are, are into it. So, yeah, it's, it's stuff that I probably wouldn't show on YouTube. You know, like people like getting into accidents. And, like, <laughs> You're going to have to join my uh, Patreon yeah. for this one too hard. It's like, like borderline. Oh, I'm not going to let you see what's on my wrist today. <laughs> Did I, I, you saw that I got thrown in Instagram horny jail oh, for I that saw recently. That. Yes. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> I can't yeah, happy go that. sucky is no problem. <laughs> No, no, I mean, look, man, shout out to, you know, uh, Titty Patina Knives, bro. I mean, oh, that, she, 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 she gets censored too. She told me, she told me that oh, okay. yeah, I, I have problems too sometimes. I'm like, okay, you know, but I, I, I've seen like worse, or not oh, yeah. worse, but I've seen, uh, you know, like n- more naked. Is it nakeder? Like, yeah, like, if I, I were a Kardashian, no one would be giving me any crap for saying, <laughs> oh, if you want to see what's on my wrist, you'll have to join Patreon. I can't like, believe that. You got flagged for that, man. Yeah, and it was like five minutes. I sent like a uh, really, and then I think they had a human look at it and go like, "Dumbass, yeah, you're fine." You gonna do like a, an R rated, uh, an X rated, like uh, OnlyFans, like Only Watch? <laughs> yeah, no, people keep telling me to do an OnlyHands. <laughs> um, yeah, which uh, and look, I I want to be very clear. I yeah. there is no shame for me. Towards yeah. people, they're hustling that way. Shit, if I were hot, I, it'd be way easier than content creation, right? In um, my Patreon, it literally says in the top tier where you pay $100 a month, I will send yeah. dick pics, I will send feet pics. <laughs> like, that is the exact text. <laughs> now, no, no one's paid it. Like, people have paid $20. Okay, I was going to ask how this is below. working out for you. And I've had... I've had, <laughs> I've had people that were like, you know what? I was going to pay the 100 but I don't want to see your dick. <laughs> it, i have you know, a strategy for that by the way i have a strategy for that i'm not gonna what, be, for, for the, for the uh, okay because dick can mean a lot of things you know what i mean feet can mean a lot of things so but anyway no one's done it so it was just a joke i thought people would laugh about it L- let's do another instagram question this one is from carlos <laughs> Let, let's move on i know right <laughs> before we get the feet pick territory <laughs> let's move on uh carlos edc on instagram uh, yeah. What other hobby are you into non-EDC gear? Oh, um, I am a gigantic freaking nerd. Uh, whoa, what a shock. <laughs> um, so I do like a lot of computing stuff. Uh, one of my sources of joy is just like finding new and weird free software for things. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I do a lot of, pro- well, not programming in that Like I'm not actually a programmer, but I do a lot of scripting to make things easier mm-hmm. in my life. I have yeah. weird, you know, software solutions. So like I will spend days not like hacking in the in the Russia at the moment sense, but hacking in the <laughs> sense of configuring all sorts of things to make my computer mm-hmm. run weirdly. So, cool. you know, that for me, I think is another hobby, I'd say. Yeah, I do that for my phone, man. Um, I just get like it's new awesome. apps that makes things like set up easier or yeah. like that like to be able to copy text off of YouTube and shit like that. Just, like weird stuff, you know? Why is this hard? Right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know why they don't just let you copy off YouTube like text. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so dumb. 
Uh, let's see here. What knife would win your heart over? This is from Ohio Knife Lover, by the way. Okay. What knife would win your heart over an upgraded Z Hunter and Tie in M4 or the original Z Hunter? I don't know what that means. What do you mean? Don't you have the original? I oh yeah, I, this actually isn't the original Z Hunter. This is a uh, is this? Uh, no, this isn't even Robbie. This is this is a Z Hunter, but it um. I think what he's talking about is what if I could redo this in mm. modern materials with like M4 yeah. steel titanium. <laughs> and to be fair, I do kind of have that. Uh, yeah. My Patreon patrons made it a thing. Um, oh, the Bee Hunter. Um, the <laughs> is it like actually an okay knife or? It's actually quite good. It's a bench made. <laughs> uh, and that's the embarrassing thing is like it. it so it's a bench made um, barrage uh, full size sort of a wow. fan, but it's you know full-on assisted action and everything like that serrated they did m4 like they paid Whoa. them like a bunch of patrons just randomly did this and like benchmade ended up reaching out to me through an intermediary to basically say wait really like yeah really um <laughs> That's but yeah it's actually a good knife like i will put this in my pocket for home improvement days yeah um which is, and I, I shouldn't admit that publicly, but uh, so I kind of do have the, the high-end Z yeah. Hunter and it has won my heart, but that's because it's a gift from my patrons, right? right, um, right. And they didn't even demand feet picks, although actually that's kind of a thing <laughs> on my Discord anyways, so. That's only feet, um, you yeah. know? No, you know yeah, what, back exactly. to the Z Hunter, actually. Yes. I have, uh, a story has been told <laughs> to me by the homie Blade Chops and you really made this high school student's day you sent him an autographed uh, Z Hunter. Yeah. You sent two of them to Blade Chops, who's a teacher. I think he was a music teacher or something like that. Yep. And I think so. He sent it to a kid and like he, he was crying and stuff. I don't know yeah. if you know about this story. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he told yeah. me that. He was on my podcast and he said, you know what? This is what Nick Shabazz did. And that kid, he was crying. Like we, we, oh. he, he said that. Um, him and that kid we was teaching they bonded because the kid saw a pocket clip sticking out of his jeans and he, he yeah. knew what knife it was yeah yeah i yep. was like damn that's that's an awesome story of the knife community right there man you made that kid's yeah. day by the way yeah no that's a beautiful thing i'm mm -hmm. I, I was very glad to do that and you know that was back in the day when these weren't rare uh <laughs> which is <laughs> Wait, are they Which is not now? a sentence. They are. They discontinued Holy this. Crap. And then they then I moved to a new model and they killed that model too. So I think oh. they were trying to send a message. <laughs> Yo. That's so crazy. unfortunately, the original Z hunters are in short supply now. But yeah, no, that was a that was a very uh if I can use my platform to bring a couple of people joy on occasion, that's that's a that's a win to me. Uh right. That uh, the world yep. needs more joy generally. So there's yeah. actually a question that kind of has to do with that. Um, uh oh. Let me see. There was, oh, let me see if I could find it. Shit. Um, you know what? I don't know who submitted this, but I know it was something like, are we going to see a Nick Shabazz design like knife? Yeah. Um, this is a really common question. It's a fair question. Um, mm -hmm. I have a lot of offers on the table. A lot of people have said to me, Nick, you know, if you want to do this, you know, I, I, we're happy to work with you. And mm -hmm. um, I don't rule it out. The thing that would have to happen, though, in order for that to become a thing is I'd have to make something I don't hate. Mm -hmm. um, and every time I draw, like, okay, imagine 
how bad it is to design a knife that I would like. Now imagine not being a knife designer and trying to do that. That's hard, right? man. Uh, yeah, so I everything that I kind of draw out, I end up hating in some variety or another. Um, or it ends up, I realize like, huh, I just drew the, uh, I just drew the Monterey Bay EZC, um, <laughs> you know, or something like that, where it's just like, so I'm, I'm not opposed. It's an idea that's definitely crossed my mind. Um, and, you know, I definitely know, uh, you know, there have been some very nice makers that I'd be very happy to work with on that. But in order for me to do that, I would need to be able to, you know, this is kind of like asking a prominent food critic, <laughs> prominent, um, but this is like asking a food critic, when are you going to make dinner? It's like, that's not what I do exactly, yeah. but I could probably do okay, I guess. <laughs> but for the moment, it's not in the cards. I don't have any designs pending or anything like that. Um, and, you know, if I could work with a designer, there's maybe a better chance of that, but still, um, <laughs> Is there one yeah. you have in mind that comes, you know, to the top of your head that you think would do in terms of companies? Well, or, or designer rather that you think would. Oh, do I, you know, I don't know. I mean, conveying your thoughts on paper or something. Honestly, you know, I'm I'm really torn, right? Because at some level, I think like Ray Laconico's designs do speak to me in a very real way because it's very utilitarian, very straightforward. But on the other end, like Elijah Isham would be a freaking hoop oh, to work I with. Love Isham stuff, man. I. I love Isham stuff too. Even when I don't love it, I love it. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I, and I know him as a, like not super well, but you know, yeah. I, we've hung out some and he's a mm -hmm. freaking joy as a human. Right. Yeah, and yeah. so I, I would love to work with him on something like that, but at the same time, I don't know that we would have that much compatibility. <laughs> like, I, yeah. So I don't know. I, the logos it, would be sick to put together a, a, a gem with a mustache on it. That would be camp. I mean, come on. You kind of millionaire. Make a good sale <laughs> millionaire. Or like Eric Glesser would be another person, right? I yeah. mean, that would be a, so there were a lot of options out there, but honestly, um, you know, I at some level though, there, there's an element in which I I have so much respect for these people that it's like I don't know that I belong at their table, mm -hmm. so to speak. I mean, mm -hmm. I certainly anyone can be a knife designer, but at a very real level, like what gives me the right to sit down with an Elijah Isham, with a Ray Laconico, with an Eric Lesser and say, hey, but then again, mm -hmm. what gives me the right to complain about their work already? Nothing, but that <laughs> doesn't stop me. So here we are, right? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's look for some other stuff here. All right. Let's see. <laughs> I just got to the comment that said hard pass. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, to be fair, I get it. <laughs> Hard pass. I'm like, you know, why would you do that, though? Like, uh, if I'm asking for questions. Um, yeah. what? Well, maybe that's his question. Like, <laughs> should you be doing this, right? <laughs> Don't you have better taste than this? Can you book no one better? This Hard is a good pass. one. I found a good one right here. Daily Carry Solutions. Are there any okay. certified gems you revisited and found they lost their status? Uh, the, 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 I don't have as much time to revisit knives as I'd like to. Yep. Uh, but like the Delica actually is a nice example of this because this was an amazing $65 knife. And now in 2022, uh, 2021, it's probably going to be like 150 bucks, right? That's um, crazy. That's I, yeah, I don't know that for sure. I'm just saying they keep raising prices. And so mm -hmm. it's been very often the case that mm -hmm. something can be an amazing 
thing at one price, but then it gets shifted into a different price bracket. And it's just yeah. like, you know, VG 10 for 80, 90 bucks is just not that impressive anymore. But then again, yeah. I get one in, um, you know, K390 and it's like, okay, yeah, that's right. That's why I like that knife. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it's tough to say, but I think price hikes are the thing that most often pull things out of the gem category for me. Yeah. Um, or just, you know, like the cryo is another nice example of that. That's a design that was really good at the mm -hmm. time. And I think it, it, but it just didn't age that well because a lot of the stuff that they were doing, you know, hard assist, steel frame lock, just the competition got so much better. And I think this is something that every maker needs to keep in mind is when you stand still, you fall behind. Yep. And so if you're comparing the best design of, you know, 2015, um, to, you know, like, I, what was it? I think I said this about the, the Norseman, right? That this was the very best knife of 2015. Yeah. Um, or, or whatever, 2017, I think I said. But, you know, if you don't move forward, it's very easy to fall behind. Yeah. And especially if your prices keep going up. And so, I don't know. I think that's where things often fall down is in price hikes and just when the competition, especially in the budget end, just gets so fierce. Do you see yourself purchasing uh, more higher end stuff now? Or still you know, kind of like a mix match, mix and match kind I, of thing. I think mix and match is really where I find myself. Cause look, I, it brings me joy to end up with some high end stuff. Like this art is in here. This is, you know, 1100 buck knife. That's not cheap uh, by any freaking stretch of the imagination. I think it's what is that? It. It's really Alliance. Good. Is that Alliance? Yeah, this is, did I say artisan? You said artisan. I was like, man, oh artisan's got 1100. Whoa. No, no, this is an Alliance <laughs> Designs Knives Mini, yeah. the Slim Pickens. Um, this is the half-dress version. And yeah. this is a high-end knife by any so stretch. Nice. And yet at the same time, I also get a lot of joy out of this little Laconico guy that's, you know, what, 180, 200 bucks, something like yeah. that. Or, you know, um, this little Civivi. Uh, the, the McKenna. The Civivi, yeah, the McKenna. In that's rest. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like and one. so it's like, I think it's important to me that I keep that mix of just like, you know, yeah, this is great, but you know what? So is this, but you know what? So is this, but you know what? So is this, you know, all of these things are, or the neutron, you know, 200 bucks. And that did. So I, I see myself probably ending up with some more high end stuff from time to time, but I really do hope to see more mid range stuff that is just good enough that it's like, you know, like this guy, the EWC is, I Not love all that, that pricey, but oh my freaking god, is it good? Yeah, that's the right? one with the double detent, right? Yep. Yeah, I love that one, man. That was so nice. It is such a nice piece. So they do it a fun. new one too. Yeah. Uh, a bigger yeah, one or same size? It's or? with a weird blade. It's oh, what the oh, hell is it snap. called? Um, Monterey Bay just posted it, a picture of it today on their Instagram. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe on the TikTok too. I don't know. I haven't checked. Uh, <laughs> might have been doing a little dance with it. <laughs> and then making what... sure that they flip it so you can't see the tip. <laughs> What's like... crazy, right, is like I feel like every <laughs> every niche has taken advantage of that platform. Because, you know, even though it's – there are a lot of cringy videos on there. There are a lot of videos that I watch and I'm like, man, these people are freaking talented. Like these oh, photographers yeah. or, or even like – um there are like uh, metal workers on there and like, like oh, yeah. Smiths and stuff. Like just like, I forgot the guy's name. He's got like 650,000 followers and he's just like, you know, like making knives basically. Right. Yeah, yeah, and that's awesome. um, I don't know where I was going with this. The whiskey is like 
made it slip my mind. <laughs> TikTok <laughs> is good. You should try it. I guess that's okay. The I just called this an artisan, so we're both in rough. <laughs> we're in rough shape here, Rob. <laughs> let's uh, let's take a couple of more questions, and then we'll sure. get you out of here. I think Kelly is like peeking in. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um let's uh, do another one from seems logical here he's got good ones okay uh, we've already done that mm. ah this is like a totally off the not even a knife edc question and i guess i'll answer this too you and your wife have a healthy relationship what do you think are the key parts that make it work so well i oh, got my God. answer i want to know what yours is right now because I am oh, actually a, a terrible relationship. I am a ter- I think I am a terrible like significant other, but uh, you know, like all right, we'll 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 see what you got going on. Here. So um <laughs> especially with our hobby and uh you know concentration yeah. and all that, there's a that's a whole other, you know, uh, a wrench thrown into the mix there. Absolutely. Look, yeah. um my wife and I <laughs> so our courtship had all the romance of a u.s soviet arms reduction treaty circa 1964 <laughs> right um you know as we were first both she and i we've got some issues right um i got some daddy issues she got some daddy issues we mesh right uh, but as a result i think both of us are very um we're both very strong communicators, I think, is the biggest thing that we've got going for us because we're both so freaking busted up that it's like, you know, <laughs> hey, honey, hey, what are you seeing your therapist again? And she's saying that to me, by the way, no shame on me. But just like you got to be when you because mm-hmm. both of us come from weird backgrounds, right? Both mm-hmm. of us have had some trouble and both of us have seen more bad relationships in our lives than good ones. And so we've both had to make really strong efforts to not do that, right? To not be that person to each other. Um, And, you know, to be kind, to be warm, to be uh, safe, and to take the steps required and to be understanding of that fact. Even when it doesn't, you know, when it's not the normal way of things. I mean, we dated for a while before we even thought about moving in together. And that's because both of us were like, slowly moving our way together (laughs) like i don't know i don't think she's gonna kill me um (laughs) but you know and it's paranoia but still it's a thing so i think the biggest thing that you can come away from this is like a we're both really up but we're up in compatible ways yeah like our our weird meshes like her weird works well with my weird and as a result it it works and we're trying to communicate always and mm-hmm. say, you know, hey, honey, you know what? You just did, this just happened. And you know what? I don't care for that. Can we work on that or vice versa? And so I think that's where the communication, insofar as uh, there is a solution, that one seems to be it for me. That and find somebody whose weird mesh is yours. Yes. Right? Yeah, I'm pretty much the same way. Kelly and I are like, you know, definitely went through our own stuff, like individually, but yeah. And we we're always like so funny, man. Like I'm always just laughing with her all the time. We're always joking around. Like I feel like uh, ever since I got together with her, I feel like I've been funnier on my own channel because like we're always like one lining, joking around with each other, yeah, yeah. even when things are kind of sad. Like we pick each other up and stuff, and it's oh, just yeah. communication for sure. Like you don't let you know in other relationships I've had, like you would let stuff kind of linger on. And it just builds yeah. and builds and then you explode and that's not good, you know? So no, communication it, is the thing, man. 
and laughter, you know, sharing yes. experiences, even if that's just making fun of some random thing, like, you know, th- 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 there's a joy there. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and, you know, just thinking about, uh, <laughs> good God, <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to go there. There's a book that I, uh, well, there's a whole theory basically <laughs> called the five love languages. I know I I've talked about that with Kelly. Okay, before. good. I'm yeah. not the first person. Yeah. To bring no, it no, 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 no. It's not. So no, l- listen, like that is a true thing. Because she and I definitely uh, love in different ways. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like she's like that cuddler type. And like I am just like, I, I, I'm I more like a gift giving kind of dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind yeah, of. Or, or, or like, you know, like, hey, uh, like I come home and I'm like, hey, man, I got you this, this fucking new bubble tea that spot that I just saw. Like I was thinking of you and I bought it. And there's this like Japanese yeah. mochi spot that, you know, and then I'll give it to her or like something Aww. like that or, or like, Hey, um, you know, uh, you know, get dressed, like meet me here, like just spontaneously. That's like how yeah, I do it. Nice. And she's like, just constant, like affection and cuddling and stuff. Aww. And I'm not down with that all the time. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> get, get away from me. me. Yeah, no, seriously. Sometimes I'm like, stop sweating me. <laughs> but it, it matches, like, I understand that that's yeah. what she needs. You know what I mean? So that that's the thing. That, that's a real thing, man. The love language yeah, thing. It yeah, is that's real. The dude. book itself is a little weird in places. It's but a little like, through sometimes. It's yeah. a little through through. It's a yeah. little bit like, no, that's abusive. <laughs> that's not love language differences. Don't that your advice should not be power through it, honey. No. Um, but at the same time, I think there's a, a very strong kernel of truth there. And I think understanding that about yourself and about others can be very nice and you know the other thing is we match on some of the big fundamentals right like neither of us want kids that's Mm -hmm. a big one right Mm -hmm. you know because that can be a major relationship breaker for people Mm -hmm. but it's like you don't want kids me neither great (laughs) let's go get snipped together for me Um, that is a thing right now because my girl's like whole you know quest in life is to have kids and she wants these asian babies and i'm telling her to freeze (laughs) her eggs like i'm building (laughs) empire like freeze your eggs, baby. <laughs> freeze your eggs. Yeah, you know, like I promise I'll stay like, you know, but <laughs> give me five more <laughs> years or something. I'm gonna stay strong. You know, just <laughs> let yeah. me work a little bit. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a whole affair. And that's a thing that makes people uh Yeah that can be a major a wedge, one. unfortunately. It, what night was that that you had just now? Oh, this is the Gerber Knives Seven. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, is that the Gerber? <laughs> that is a Gerber. Yeah, it's actually better than I thought. Right? Oh, yeah, it's got a weird integral brass, wa- uh, brass washer in there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You just, uh, did you put out the video for that yet? or No, I didn't put out a video yet. I just took this damn thing apart like yesterday. He linked it. But to- it's, uh, he says, live <laughs> disassembling the thing. Yeah. Check this out. This washer is a part of the blade. What? Like they have embedded this brass washer into the matrix of the blade itself. So what is that, like shrink fit in or something? Yeah, I think it's just press fit in there. And as a result, it's like, yeah, it's- Is it nice? Yeah, they actually went pretty damn extra on this. Whoa. Like, yeah. Like I did this disassembly, like, okay, access lock disassembly, done this a million times. Here we go. All right. Hey, everybody, Nick. And then I take this thing off and it's, yeah, it's just like, what the hell? Really? Gerber? I know, right? 
so I, I, I got, I got respect for some of the folks there. They're doing good work. He says, trying to put this thing back together live. That's going to go well. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> We've gone from love languages to pivot bushing. I know. Here. I wonder if people have up. already tuned out. <laughs> like, yeah, like, what the heck is game. this guy talking what about? What the heck is this? This is Sex in the City. <laughs> yeah, freaking vegetarian. Hey, that, that that show was not all bad. Um, <laughs> I know more about Sex in the City than I care to admit. Uh, <laughs> the wife uh, has a bit of a thing for it. Anyways, I guess. Let's do one one last question, and we'll get you out of here. This is. <laughs> <laughs> the Nick Shabazz accent is one that has been imitated by several other knife channels. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen a few of those impressions, and I'd like to know hey, yep. who you think does the best impression of you. Who have does you... the best Nick Shabazz impression? So I actually did a contest for this. Yeah. Back when. I remember um, Cedric and Ada. Shabazz. Yeah, he, his, he didn't really try the accent so much, mm-hmm. but he did this amazing postmodern thing. God, when he's on his game, he is yeah. so he good. Did the Pete. He did the Pete. That was the first time we yeah. saw Pete doing his thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was astounding. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there were so many really good entries there. In terms of, like, Metal Complex's one was pretty endearing. Have mm-hmm. I? Do you have an extra bad impression? Uh, you know what's funny is Ben Banters. Um, yeah. Ben Peterson was on the podcast. Yeah. And um, I, I remember uh, I was talking about your interview with him. Oh. And and I and I went like this. Oh my god! And he was like, he's like, wait, do that again. That was bad. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear your let's hear your extra bad impression. Go for it. No, I mean, that's exactly what I said. I was like, oh my god. I, was like, <laughs> I support this. Yeah. Look, honestly, you know, some people like I. I remember. I think it was Metal Complex did this. Uh, like his his patrons goaded him into doing an extra bad impression, <laughs> and he felt all bad about it. Like Nick, I, I did this live. I hope it was okay. I'll take the video down. And it was just like if somebody gives enough of a damn to imitate me, yeah, that's that's flattering, right? That's a mm-hmm. that means I've made some weird little impact on your life. Um, and even when the haters are like, "Hey, everybody, Nick here, look at my tiny hands!" <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god! Um, you know, it's like okay, I I have no beef with that. So I I I love it. Um, I am greatly, I think I've told this story before of, you know, at Blade Show, having some random fan talking to Frankie and Bird, who I was mm-hmm. there with, and they they had no idea that I was Nick Shabazz standing right there. And they're doing their Nick Shabazz impression for Frankie and Bird, who are goading them on. And I'm just <laughs> over here desperately trying not to crap myself out of laughter. And it's just <laughs> like, oh, my God. Uh, so, you know, I... I, I I appreciate anybody who's willing to do one and I, I, uh, I will give credit wherever due without trying to judge the best, the worst, the good, the great, the bad, or the <laughs> ugly. <laughs> you know, speaking of complex, right? Um, yeah. Man, that dude is like a gentle giant, you know, because he's jacked. He's great. But he's yeah. like so, so nice, like the complete opposite of what I would think or judge him you know, by his looks, like I would be like, this guy's yeah. like a meathead, and he's like a, yeah. a total nerd. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I you take he's one look, awesome. like, okay, he's gonna beat me up in high school. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, but no, he, he's a freaking, and I think he wouldn't mind my saying he's a freaking sweetheart, right? Yeah, he's a, no, he is totally. He's a wonderful person. I've been very, very glad to get to know him a little bit better, mm. and 
Um, you know, the, the community is, there were, there were lots. And by the way, you're a, you're a freaking gem too. Um, oh man. Talk, talk, I, getting right. to know you better in the chat, uh, well in the chat and just in yeah. this generally is, is been a joy. I, I love seeing people in the community here, each bringing their own voices, each bringing their own styles, each bringing, and you know, whoever sticks around, it, it, it's a joy. So I, uh, yeah, there, there's room for a lot of folks in here. And I think mm-hmm. Metal Complex has found his niche and I think you're finding one too. Um with with help it's, from people like you, man, it's definitely uh, things are getting rolling. That's what it feels like. It feels like I'm there's a wave. You know what I mean? There's like a oh, wave yeah. and I'm like, I don't understand what's going on, but I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. And uh, the growth is not steady. Remember that the, the, yeah. the distance between zero and 2000 is very different than the distance yeah. between 2000 and 100,000. Right. Yeah, dude. I mean, so, what are you at right now? Like 123? Oh, yeah, something Jeez, like that. 120 bro. some odd. It's 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 nuts. That's a number, like I that's a number I don't even believe at this point. It's like, okay, whatever, YouTube. Because if you like, think you know, about like, you know, Joe Rogue, <laughs> oh, what happened to your, your camera just <laughs> just gotta I gotta flex a little bit, right? You know. Oh yeah, yeah. The, oh man, the 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 play button. Oh snap! No, I can see your face. Get away! <laughs> don't do it. I don't want to see it. It's like Indiana Jones. I know people your face are gonna, will just melt off. <laughs> people are gonna like cop, you know, like crop it and like try to zoom in and like expose oh. who you are. I get so many DMs from people like, oh, my God, Nick, I zoomed in and I enhance, enhance, enhance in your ring in this video. And I saw I we can clearly see here that you might be a Caucasian male. It's like, wow, that's hilarious. well done, Sherlock. Um, and people look, there are places where you can see it in videos and it's like, OK, you win. Right? I mean, I've basically been doxxed already, dude. If you need the information, it's out there. Wait, have you been doxxed? Yeah. You have? Yep. Yeah. Whoa. Not completely, but uh, enough information was given out to a wide group of people such that things could be found. But, you know, luckily that person eventually decided to back it down, calm themselves. And but uh, it was not a uh, it was not a beautiful thing. But at the same time, look, I mean, I'm I'm, the reason I keep it private. My boss freaking knows. Right. My boss watches the channel and makes fun of my model hands at this point. (laughs) So it's not like I'm in danger from it. It's just like I want to keep things separated. That's all. And I think the vast majority of viewers, you know, there will always be jerks, but the vast majority of viewers are perfectly willing to Mm -hmm. just go like, yeah, okay, cool. You pick, have fun and just be be who I am. Let me be who I am here, so to speak. So that's a beautiful thing. You know what? And we're going to end it on that note, man. It has been an absolute (laughs) blast. I feel like. It was so much of a smoother vibe since we've gotten to know each other. It's very like loose and stuff. And I just truly appreciate like yeah. what you've done for the community and like the friendship you've given me. And uh, just thanks Absolutely. for doing this, man. I truly appreciate it. Yeah. And like I said, anytime I can get a laugh in 2020, that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> you send in that the baby bird thing that yeah. you sent in the chat that I, it, oh my <laughs> God. Damn that's what we do all the time. Like my girl and I, that was just like, yeah. That's just how we are. It just, uh, it, we're, you know what it is? If you know Neves Knives, yeah. right? We are like an R-rated, almost X-rated version of them. Because they love each other. They're a couple. They're, you Dude, know, doing we these get videos. it. We have an OnlyFans. We, we're, we're okay here. Thank you. <laughs> I told my girl, I was like, Dude, you're almost, 
you know, you're 410, you're almost a little person. You could do OnlyFans <laughs> and get into midget porn. <laughs> and shit, some dwarf porn, make some money, you know? Oh, absolutely. Just like yeah. my parents would that. never forgive me. I'm like 410, that's just the borderline. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Nick! I apologize deeply to her, Um, but it has been a pleasure, buddy. It has been a pleasure, man. Thank you so much. Happy New Year to you, Um, and Happy New Year to you. (laughs) You have a good night, okay? You too. Bye. Take care. Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, and don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.